0: And welcome back to Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there is to know in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. The best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter. But we are a little bit biased. I am your host, Brian and Casey. You can follow me on Twitter at CaseySGE. Follow me and follow the show, more importantly, on Twitter. That is at H-E-F-Pond. Follow us on Instagram. Hey, Eintracht Frankfurt on the gram is our account. And, uh, yeah, otherwise you can get in contact with the podcast. You can get in contact by email. That is heyintraffringford at gmail.com. Of course, you could always drop us a line via Facebook, facebook.com slash H-E-F pod, where we do put all of those news and information covering Eintracht in the English language. And one convenient location website soon to be up and running, doing more and more than you ever could think in terms of covering the Eintracht. This is all Provided by your uh, your team. And uh, yeah, this is done literally, folks, by fans for other fans. So if you have a chance uh, on your platform that you happen to download this or listen to this podcast, give us a like. Give us a rating. Give us a review. Let us know where we can improve. If we can improve. Let us know where we're doing good. If we're doing good. And uh Yeah. Share us with your other fellow Eintracht Frankfurt fans. That's all that we're asking to grow the, not just the podcast, but just grow the reach of the Eintracht because it's a wonderful club to be part of. It's a wonderful club to be able to pay for your membership when you're able to. Um, Yeah, so enough jokes aside. uh, Let's get the crew involved so that I stop talking about things and I start talking about the Frauen victory at the weekend yeah i'm all right yeah we're leading with the frown corner instead of uh the normal men in this one so the biggest frown fan there is chris in detroit how is pollen season
1: uh pollen season is absolutely kicking my ass i apologize to everyone that's gotta listen to me be all nasally and raspy today but i'm gonna push through it because you know there's a lot going on we got a lot to talk about and uh, and great news with the frown this weekend. I can't wait to get into it.
0: Exactly. Matt in New York also joins us as well. Hey, Heyo, bud. How is the Big Apple? How's running up multiple flights of stairs because the elevator's out?
2: <laughs> Joke's on you, buddy. My, my building doesn't have an elevator, so I get to walk all the steps I want to.
0: Yeah, and I can only imagine if you're having... I keep on, yeah, you say that and all I can think of is uh, freaking that episode of Friends where Ross is trying to put a new couch in his apartment and he keeps on yelling to his buddy's pivot.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you should have seen us on moving day since, you know, we don't have any stairs and me being the only male uh, in the moving process. Hold on, Um, you don't have
1: any stairs
0: either?
2: No, 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 like no elevator. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. No elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we have stairs. (laughs) We have a lot of them. Um, Actually, like to be exact, it's oddly enough like 50 up, 50 down. So 100 stairs a day keeps the doctor away, fellas. That's all I got to say.
0: Wow. Exactly. Well, Words of wisdom. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, shall we kick on with uh, the Frauen, then high-tracked, uh, Frankfurt able to win against Turbine Potsdam at the weekend. A absolutely crunch match when it did come to the Frauen Bundesliga. Eintracht now level on points with uh, Turbine Potsdam uh, currently still technically speaking in fourth place. We got Werder Bremen at the weekend, but really it's the fact that Eintracht can possibly qualify for the Champions League. All we need to do is win and Potsdam not defeat uh, Bayern Munich, who uh, (laughs) is a pretty dang good team uh, in their own rights. So, oh, my boys, um, we might do it.
1: You know what, Brian? Well, we'll we'll get into the final week in a minute, but this game against Potsdam, the most exciting thing for me – uh, besides the fact they won. And the fact that I finally got to see it, thanks to the friends in Denmark for their illegal stream. Um, still waiting for somebody to step up here in the U.S. I got to get that in every week. But I really loved, after watching the support for the men in in um, Barcelona and then in London and back at home, to see how many Frankfurt supporters ended up in Potsdam supporting the ladies on the road. It was awesome to see probably a third of the stadium just a, a really great showing signs and banners and the chance that we typically hear at home it was a it was a really cool thing to see even though I was watching a replay I still got fired up
2: yeah no for sure I mean the ladies definitely pulled through in the second half second half for you know the club and for themselves and whatnot but the fact that we had so many away fans that the game too was incredible. And I was actually thinking about this as I was, you know, watching the replay as well, because, you know, it's impossible to watch it live here. Um, <laughs> the, I can totally see, you know, if the Frankfurt, the Frankfurt Frauen play a Champions League game, they should play in the Dutch, in the Valstadion. And I could totally see them selling out that stadium. If they make it to the Champions League, no doubt about if it. If
1: they can qualify, the attention will be there. Uh, if we can double qualify, and you can do some sort of cross promotional thing, buy a men's ticket, get the the women's half off, something like that. These women have earned the this opportunity they have this weekend, and if they do anything like they did this prior weekend, it's gonna be really exciting.
2: Yeah. The one I mean Eintracht International is oh, is in full fledged like almost activation mode, you know. It's exciting.
1: Yeah. yeah. And in the match itself, uh the first 15 minutes, even watching fully on replay, following on Twitter live, uh, I missed the first half because I didn't have any notification of a live event, forgot it was going on, but Welcome um, for the
0: notification. Yeah, Brian,
1: <laughs> Brian did an awesome job notifying us the game was on. I appreciate that. Um, but once I watched the replay, that even on the replay, that first 15 minutes was tough. We were not really organized Took a couple of hard blows physically. Um, we're nervous. Yeah, the first half was just really feeling out. First 15 minutes, we we're on our heels. The last two thirds of the half, we were just kind of going back and forth and really nothing there. And like they've done all season, uh, Nico's ability to make adjustments at halftime, it, you know, I haven't seen every team in the league, but it's got to be second to none. They just came out absolutely on fire in that second half, and they were by far the better team. It works
0: for me, uh, the fact that the the way that they, yeah, halftime adjustments made, team comes out, finds that kind of extra gear to get not just one but two goals and look pretty comfortable while doing it, knowing that – on postams and like this is, this was the match that they could not lose. They could not lose at all because with such a large opposition with Bayern Munich coming up at the week at the following weekend, they know for a fact that now that uh, the match is over, it's like they have to really pull out one of the really great results of the season for them to be, to even ensure that Champions League qualification is met. Now, uh, Champions League qualification will follow as as such. Uh, You have your uh, first round. Uh, Everyone kind of goes into... So you got your Champions path and League path. Uh, Then everyone kind of gets... It's all jumbled right in there together. Uh, Second round is where Bayern Munich drops in. Honestly, uh, when it comes to the group stage, uh, that is just uh, 16 teams. There's only four teams that qualify automatically for the group phase. Uh, That's the league champions of Germany, France, England, and Spain. And, yeah. (laughs) uh, We're not exactly going to win the title this year. We can maybe win the title in uh, subsequent years, but not this whole time. Um, For me, uh, seeing how the club was able to... Seeing how, like the Champions League kind of unfolded for Hoffenheim. I've got all the confidence in the world that these ladies, they'll get drawn in what that they're going to kick ass, take names against Werder Bremen, a team that, you know what, they're not getting relegated, but they're not very good at all. Everything's teed up for us to win. We do need a little outside help, but I've got all the confidence in that outside help coming because Bayern is, well, uh, they're that good in men and women.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's in our court now, you know, the ball is, well, not in our court, the ball is in our pitch, I guess, in this instance. So, I mean, you know, it's really its really our spot to lose.
1: Yeah, if you look at the way things unfolded, we started hot, we were slow in the middle, now we're finishing hot, that, you know, follows an okay pattern. You want to see where you are at the start. In the middle, it, it can be rough, you'd like more consistency, um, but we found it at the right time, we fought back. And now we're playing at home with everything on the line. You can't ask for more. Um, Potsdam has a tough road. But before we skip over the, the end of the game, got to give a shout-out on the second goal, uh, Brenna Henshaw. If you haven't seen the goal, check it out, Twitter or on uh, on the club page. Absolutely awesome goal, floated in the corner uh upper ninety you cannot place a ball more perfectly than she did. I definitely recommend checking that out um but looking ahead uh at this finale against bremen uh who's in ninth place, they have nine goals scored in twenty one matches this year <laughs> oh and they've allowed wow. 40, they've allowed forty two so their goal differential is minus thirty three over twenty one games.
0: How they are not sitting oh my in the bottom God. two or three, I have no clue. Um, it's called def- it's called beat the teams that you know that are below you and just you know take care of yeah, them exactly. How you get them? It's just the disparity between it all. It's kind of ridiculous when it comes to right. the the Frauen Bundesliga. Look, all credit to everyone who is currently playing on any team. But I mean, when you to just be kind of like straightforward with it, you know, Bremen uh, make sure that they are not going to get relegated. There still is a, the relegation fight is still technically on SC um, Sand, one of the Frauen only, uh, the kind of no-men uh, club uh, teams is still existing, you know, two points behind Essen. But, I mean, you look at those teams that are down in on that side of the table, and you have Werder on nine goals, uh, relegated Jena uh, on nine goals, and Sand, who's in the relegation zone, uh, but two points behind, on 13 goals, with Essen on 20 goals. Uh, then you Cone, who's in eighth, I mean, on 21 points, 22 goals, but then it jumps up to, th- like, the goal score jumps considerably to 30 at Leverkusen, 40 at Freiburg, 53 at Hoffenheim. I mean the the that sheer amount of like scoring and prowess in the final bonus because sometimes you, you, you really do have your haves and your have nots and it just is uh you just gotta hope for <laughs> the the track that they that they keep their eyes on the prize and that is European qualification because uh, you can you can only uh do uh Went out on your end to ensure that you actually still have a chance to make it through and yeah do we need a little help yes uh, but can we basically set ourselves up for success even if the Eintracht uh, have a victory uh, or a draw or a loss and we stay in fourth place fourth place is a considerable jump uh, compared to last season where we just like we had a great start and we tailed off this Frauen team has really developed into a much sounder team that is just kind of going from strength to strength.
1: Yeah. They're set up for that big jump next year. We talked about it a lot. Uh, I doubted we could do it this year. They're proving me wrong, which is, you know, a good thing. Anytime I bet against Frankfurt, put your money on them. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, you cannot ask for more from this club from both the men's and women's side that both of them, their last match of the season, will be playing for the chance to go to the Champions League. We could not ask for more than that. Uh, it's going to be a really exciting week, and for them to kick it off is going to be the best part of it.
2: We just have to hope that since Bayern doesn't really have anything to play for this weekend, we just hope that they,
1: you know, kind of
2: come through against Potsdam, and don't lay a goose egg.
1: Yeah, uh, well, you know, Bayern, for them, this is, this is their last match. Um, but Potsdam also has to look ahead to the cup final too against Wolfsburg. So, yep. I mean, there's a long break in between, but still something on their mind. You know, are they gonna, are they obviously they're gonna go all out because it's for the Champions League? But if they end up down a goal, are they gonna press hard? Are they gonna try to stay healthy? Um, the thing we we know about Bayern, uh, whether it's the women's side or the men's side, they're never lacking on talent. And I think they're pretty pissed off that Wolfsburg overtook them late in the year to, to take the league title. So I think they're out to prove something. And uh, if you're not going to win the league, the best thing you can do is play spoiler for those with something on the line. So I think Bayern would love to keep Potsdam out of it.
0: There we go. All right, that's our frown corner up up front as it deserves. Eintracht, the men, the team that we usually typically are talking about on this podcast or most of the time on this podcast, took part in their final home match of the season, a 1-1 draw with Borussia, Mönchengladbach. and Eintracht currently now sitting 12th, uh, excuse me, 11th, like uh twelfth could still be we could slip down into twelfth depending on the results at the upcoming weekend against Mainz. But not gonna lie, I had barely I sat down, had been drinking my beer, and Alice and Playa scored and I'm like, what the damn hell? That's surprised I'm surprised you even like,
2: had that kind of reaction. <laughs> I mean, when, when, they, when they scored, I kind of like, I, I looked, I mean, I watched the goal happen. I kind of just kept looking back down on my Twitter, just going like, oh, here we go again. You know, Frankfurt in the Bundesliga, like conceding another goal. By the way, we didn't talk about how uh, we kept a clean sheet against West Ham, which is fucking awesome. Um but again, we can't do that the Bundesliga. But I mean, hey, it's it is what it is. I mean, we played with our second team here. I mean, I'm glad that we got, you know, some Total second know, team. Like some full on like new faces in there with like Barcock playing his first game, I feel like um in this like year, like 2022. Um Da Costa playing well, obviously Hustic getting the start, then even Sam Lambers getting the start uh was pretty good. I was interested to see Timmy Chandler playing on the left side just shows how we don't have any left footed people on the left side there. So it was just funny to see him on that side. Um, but I mean, hey, I mean, this is a, a second team kind of game. I, I don't know whether we were playing them to give our, our, our current starters some rest or maybe uh, add some value to, like, some of the players here in terms of their chance value because, you know, most of these guys are probably good or are already gone for next year. Um so I mean, it was interesting. I mean, this is definitely, if anything, we should take this as a win uh, result for us because you know we're able to tie, uh, you know, a fairly hot, but we'll mentioned, Gladbach one-one, and especially if they scored that early late, and then we get a beautiful bomb by Paciencia. I mean, I definitely would have, I would, I definitely drew this as a win for our second team, essentially. So I mean, I just wish, I just wish maybe Indica and Tuta didn't play, but then again, who else would be put in there? Um, would be put Knauf and back there but exactly yeah, I don't know
0: yeah I,
1: I I don't feel like it was a victorious type of draw um we definitely put our position or put ourselves in position to win with a late one with Kamada being just a just a mm. hair off side that was tough um they worked hard late to try and earn that one but it just kind of showed me with the lineups we played and trying different things, guys that don't play together a lot, just how much we lack a scoring threat. You know, even with Rafael santos Boré, who's our most effective offensive threat, and even he's pretty hot and cold, we really just had no real threat in this one. And, you know, 1-1 is a fair score for what the match was. Uh, I thought Paciencia showed a lot of heart out there. And it, I just love his attitude. I know he hasn't seen the pitch a lot, uh, but when he gets out there, he gives it 110%. And I really love seeing him score that goal in front of the fans. And you could see how much it meant to him after he scored that, too
2: oh yeah for sure i mean if there's if there's any like player mascot that we have right now well there's two people it'd be timothy chandler and paciencia because those guys i feel like are just so much fun just to be around with and just to see them succeed especially you know like you said scoring in front of the home fans in the last home game and that kind of goal is uh you can definitely tell how much it meant to him
0: i'd like to uh now point to the noted uh uh, players who were in the starting lineup uh, because there are four that uh, will not be part of the track, um uh, for next season. So their, their final home match, Sam Lammers, you know, on loan, Atalanta. In the fall, he had so much time, but it, once like things kind of got settled in with Borde, he really did. He just never, he never saw the, like the the pitch during the spring. Just, never got never really got going and that really kind of stymied his development with us and it's a reason why we're going to be sending him back to Italy, back to Atalanta um, it's a shame that we didn't see the best of him uh, Sanker or Killsanker as some of us have called him on the podcast you know, uh, hardworking defensive midfielder, At sometimes I mean, I, I will admit minus when he kind of lost his uh, cool uh, one of the better players on the pitch in my in my mind, and it's gonna be a shame that a uh, defensive midfielder like that will leave. But, um, money wise, um, yeah, it was n- no reason for us to be keeping a guy who just was not gonna be seeing the pitch, especially when you got Jakic, uh, and Rhoda kind of taking up that same exact role. Iman um, Barcock, an academy kid, one who I've long since championed to have more. Of a kind of part within the team, but hey, you know what? It is what it is. Just not exactly a Glasner type player. Uh, he remember he was out on loan at Dusseldorf for like two seasons, but could never find his way because he kept on getting injured. He had such a bright start with us, and you thought, oh my gosh, this is this is one of our own coming through, and it just never panned out. And uh, uh, um. Uh, our ever present man out on the right until uh canal really <laughs> came up. Uh like when um then when there was the little kinda mini player revolt and he got kinda got dealt, uh you kept on wondering like what would become of him. But yet you know what? He he put in a lot of good performances for Glasner and you just gotta have to think uh what could have been. But yeah, uh multiple players saying their adieu to the Valdez Stadion crowd. And Danny DaCosta
1: was one that was part of a cup-winning team too, right? That, mm-hmm. Yep. His, his, impact, yeah, his impact on that team cannot be forgotten and something we owe him for.
2: Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, he he's always going to be a outlet with us. You know, he's always going to be a champ. He's always going to be <clears throat> welcome in Frankfurt. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a club legend. He's got that DHP football card underneath his belt, you know? So just simple as that.
1: Yep. And Barcock. you know, he, he's another guy that couldn't quite get over the top with us. But when he was out there, you always felt that potential and you saw moments of sheer brilliance from him. Uh, especially when he was younger, his first couple showings with us, he had a couple lights out his performances. Debut. His, his goal in his
0: debut. I'm never going to forget that one
1: specifically. Yeah. Yep. That was the one he tucked under the crossbar, right?
0: Yep, against Bremen, yep. Uh I actually remember where I was. And uh we were going through a Rough patch and uh, pulled that pulled that one right out of our butts. Uh, Alex Meyer, I remember scoring in that match, too, because uh, it was uh, the funniest thing I'd ever seen for a goal celebration. Gasinovich wanted to jump on him, and he just – in while Gasinovich was in midair, Alex Meyer was just like, nope, get away from me, <laughs> sprout, and <laughs> just pushed him over. And then Barcock got the winner on. One of the most cur- wonderful curling shots he would ever seen. And, uh, yeah, um, I'm going to – I mean, when it comes to DaCosta and barcock it there there's a little bit of uh kinda uh, I mean DaCosta was uh played the full match against uh Munich. So that's one that you know, a player that will always kind of stay with us. barcock uh unfulfilled potential as for Lammers, uh, well hey, just didn't work out. Sorry, bud. And Ilsenker um I had a love hate relationship with him, so I can't really say as many positive things about him, but eh, that's what it is what it is. Uh from my standpoint, I'll let you guys kinda say you're a deuce. Well, I'll put it in pretty simple
1: terms for me. Um there's two directions for this club depending on what happens next Wednesday. We're either going to the Champions League, and these are four guys that just won't cut it at that level. Or we're not in the Champions League. We're finishing in the bottom five, six in the table, and it's time to rebuild with youth and a future that shows more promise. So either way, we're headed in the right direction. Thank you for your service helping us get to where we are.
2: Yeah, I mean, Danny, thank you so much for you be- just being you. you. I mean, if he was a part of that kind of like uh, Kovac, uh, Kovac kind of era where, you know, we kind of brought in that rah rah kind of attitude, that high press kind of thing. And, you know, he was one of those wingbacks for us that was always up there, you know, always up there alongside with Kostic on the other side, just high pressing the fuck out of players, out of teams. And, you know, that's why we we're successful. That's why he's a DFB uh final winner. Um, so, you know, he, thank you so much, Danny, for, you know, presenting us that joy. I mean, that's still to this day my, my all time, like, best day ever in my life, my young <laughs> life, because I graduated college and got to watch Frankfurt lift a trophy. So I thank you for that. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for your service, Costa, And the same thing with, you know, Ilzonker as well. I mean, I wish we gave him a little bit more time, but it just, it is what it is. You know, he, age, age doesn't help. Age, age catches up fast to you. So, I mean, I'm glad he was there to just to be there, just like an extra body for us, just in case we needed it. And then, I mean, Army and Barcock. I mean, should, it's, it's so sad just to see some, like, you know, another youth product of ours just not really go all the way the distance in terms of, like, a Stevie G or, like, a Frank Lampard or anything like that, you know. um But those are obviously very, very rare players to come about. And, you know, once they stick with the big club, that's where they will be. um I was hoping Barcock could be kind of that for us, even though, you know, he hasn't been getting that much playing time this year. He isn't really in Glassner's like, or wouldn't be effective in Glasner's kind of game plan and stuff like that because he is more of a, Flair player rather than like a rah-rah, like let's step up, let's hard work. You know, he's definitely more of that fancy footwork stuff. Um, but I wish he was a lot – better uh, I wish he, um, you know, did a lot more with us. But injuries obviously held him back. So, you know, all I can wish him – you know, I wish him more success in the future wherever he goes. Um, and, you know, hopefully, you know, if he wants to come back to Frankfurt, obviously he's always welcome to um, as long as he keeps those boots on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, two uh two of those players well oh, excuse me, three of the four uh, do have well I I guess Lammers uh being on loan, he's got his destination, uh Barcock and DaCosta both going to mine as well. Mine's uh yeah, they're up next. And uh, we'll be talking about that in a sec, but next up is hashtag what are we drinking gentlemen, what do you got?
1: All right, so I'll start off here. Uh, Before I tell you what I'm drinking, uh, I want our listeners to tell me where they're drinking. Uh, Mm. We are putting together a comprehensive map, a global, worldwide, I guess that's the same thing, a global map of where to eat and drink on track Frankfurt and the Bundesliga. So if you have a favorite drinking hole where, where you watch Frankfurt, where the Bundesliga is on, Uh, we want to create a map so our listeners and our friends of the show around the world have that resource to find out where they can go when they're traveling. So uh, go to hefpod.com, H-E-F-P-O-D.com forward slash map, and there's a nice form on there. And if you're traveling and looking for a place to have a drink and watch the game, uh, that will be a resource there for you to refer to. So with that said, tonight I am... Turning the table a little bit. Uh, It was winter. It was whiskey and beer season for me. We finally hit uh, 70 degrees in Michigan. It's finally safe to go outside and not freeze your ass off. So I have turned the corner into the spring season, and that means White Claw. I am a White Claw aficionado, and there's no shame in my game. And I have run across this year the White Claw Surf. Which is like their tart uh, version. So, tonight I'm drinking a wild berry and a watermelon lime smash, and it is delicious. Did your shorts get shorter with that? You know what? The <laughs> legs are looking good. With, with the mileage I put on the Peloton over the winter, I, I will put on the short shorts for you, Matt.
2: <laughs> as long as they're in jeans or denim, that's
1: all I wanna see. <laughs> I can rock the jorts, trust me. I grew up in the 90s.
2: (laughs) Um, I am drinking some cheap, cheap Coors Light here. Uh, I'm taking a break from all the heavy stuff, getting my kidneys and liver or whatever body parts suffer from alcoholism. Um, Keeping those those breaks off. Keep the breaks on right now. Getting ready for Wednesday. Um, But yeah, just a nice crisp Coors Light for this Monday evening recording session, boys.
0: Oh, there you go. And as for the jorts, uh, keep that to the Joby dinner, please.
1: <laughs> Only if you're coming to visit for it this year.
0: Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, well. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so what am I drinking? I actually uh, was – I went downstairs to my spare refrigerator, and I found one of the last uh, Doppelbox that I had in the fridge that I had bought, you know, like in late winter. And I thought, what better beer to be celebrating the, the putting winter weather uh, clothing away, put winter weather thoughts away than having the last double pack that I have. And this comes from Kansas City Beer Company. Go figure. And uh, yeah, that's where I will be watching the, uh Europa League final and uh this weekend's match against mites, which we will preview next. So stay with <laughs> Hey, I'm Drake Frankfurt, Segment 2. Actually, before we preview Mainz, let's kind of give a rundown of what's been going on in the Bundesliga, shall we? Um, Schalke, actually, before that, let's celebrate the fact that we will have uh, two two variations of the... uh, Well, technically, no, three variations of the Revier Derby next year, boys. Balken stayed up, Dortmund stayed up... uh, and uh, uh Schalke is back and it is the stupidest thing for Schalke oh, so like get this so Schalke had in place a uh, further uh further coach i mean he was supposed to be, he had a just a one year deal uh god i i'm gonna butcher this guy's name but i'm gonna uh get, uh, anyways, um. So he got hired <laughs> back in March. Oh no, not March. Um, like he he got hired like right before uh that Schalke went into the drop. Uh, yeah, March of twenty twenty one, as I uh and quickly held to double check. You know, he was relieved of his duties basically one calendar year into his job, but because of Schalke heading the promotion, his uh bonus was triggered. Technically speaking, because you know they fi- they fire the coach, but basically they're paying him to not coach until he finds a new job or until his time runs out. But because Schalke hit the bonus, he's getting uh, hit promotion. He's getting his bonus paid out. I need that Schalke. kind of
1: contract. Holy shit! Yeah, don't what work. Kind of, get what a kind bonus? of
0: kindergarten? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, your replacement
1: is better than you, and you still get a bonus. <laughs>
0: Oh, I thought when I read that, I was like, only at Schalke, only at Schalke. But hey, you know what? Bring back Ralph Wehrmann, the former Eintracht player, to the Bundesliga. He can uh, try and stop shots, and he will most likely concede uh, all the shots that will come uh, at uh, his way, because Eintracht will uh, be kicking ass, taking names. The question is how much money are we going to get paid for Rodrigo Zalazar?
2: Hopefully in the 10, 10 million side of things, the way he's been carrying their team, it seems like every time carrying he posts something on the there. the key
0: thing, yeah. I mean, I, if he keeps playing, if he keeps playing the way he is and Schalke is like mid-table or better, would not be surprised in the least if... He's on the short, if he's on the short list for Uruguay's uh, World Cup squad in uh, November, just saying, Decent, really decent player and he's at a club where, you know, he can uh, do things. So, you know, kudos to him. And hey, we'll take the money.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, sure. we're going to need the money either way. We're either going to need it because we didn't make Champions League or we're going to need it to level up in a few positions.
0: Exactly. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for the Bundesliga to be back because we're going to be in match day 34 this weekend. Um, the uh, rest of the second division is absolutely slammed. Uh, Bremen uh, won at the weekend. So, uh, like I said, uh, Schalke has earned promotion. They actually have not won the title, technically speaking. Werder Bremen can pip them to the title if Schalke loses and Werder Bremen wins. And uh, those matches are uh, being played on Sunday. Uh, I'm tracked on tra- 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 the rest of the Bundesliga plays on Saturday. Uh, Sunday is the second division. Uh, Regensburg plays uh, Werderbrunn. We'll see what happens there at the uh, uh, Visa Stadium. Schalke has to play Nuremberg. I mean, they got this friendship there, but you kind of wonder if they're going to play, you know, like really just roll over. Um are Camber- the professionals. Sit-
1: they're not going to do
0: that. I'd like to hope so, but, you know, never know. Uh, Hamburg and Darmstadt, mathematically, te- mathematically, St. Pauli is still in with a shout, but, I mean, they've got to overcome, like, an eight, uh, excuse me, nine goal, goal difference deficit, uh, uh, or, excuse me, no, uh, 18 goal difference yeah, out of it. Uh, to come to overcome Hamburg. Uh, yeah. I was yeah, going to say, no that's... one's
2: going to no pull off a Bristol City situation <laughs> like they did last weekend, winning 7 0 to earn promotion, which they
0: needed. Yeah. Free things that's, can't that's happen, gotta be That's got to be fixed. Well, you I, know.
2: I don't want to say anything about that just in case we get shot.
0: Uh, I ain't going to Bristol anytime soon. I heard it's a dump. So. Anywho, <laughs> I ain't scared. Uh, yeah, so Hamburg faces off against Rostock. I think that's going to be a slam dunk for Hamburg. And Darmstadt, they, I mean, there's a chance that if Rostock helps them out, we know how Rostock loves to upset the uh, uh, promotion or title uh, opportunities for clubs. We know how they love to fuck some shit up. Um, who knows? Maybe chat will get into third, and uh, uh, maybe we'll see either Stuttgart or Hertha in uh, the playoff place because it was a wonderful time to turn to that because uh, Stuttgart got a draw against Bayern in Munich. They happened to play this weekend. Uh, well, obviously, they play this weekend. Uh, they play this weekend against, uh, as I kind of, Said it right here. Um, a cone. Now, cone has not. It's it's a really tricky game, Stuka versus Cone. So, um, they because uh, Freiburg and Leipzig have guaranteed themselves uh, Europe via qualification through the league, and they're both in the Depeche Pokal Final. There's a six point gap between Cone and Hoffenheim because, uh, well, just Hoffenheim didn't win at the weekend. Really, That was the only way that it was going to happen. So, Köln, uh, Ber- uh, Union Berlin, Freiburg, and Leipzig all have a chance to be anywhere between the Champions League to the Europa League group phase, uh, uh two spots for the Europa League group phase or the Europa Conference League playoff round. So, you gotta wonder, uh, what kind of, you know, if, you know, like, what kind of team Cologne is going to trot out in that match against Stuttgart, because Stuttgart wins. Guess who Hertha is playing? They're playing Bayfall Bay at the uh, Westfalen Stadion. Um, I really don't see Hertha getting a point out of that. So all Stuttgart needs to do is win, and Hertha to lose, and then Hertha's in 16th. That's absolutely fun stuff, boys. That would be unbelievable. Imagine that them
1: would... against Somberg in the... Uh...
0: Relegation playoff?
2: I'd be all in for Hamburg. All in for Hamburg.
0: Yeah, because oh, yeah, we, yeah. we already. Yeah, because we already. Because saving Stuttgart, kicking one Berlin club out, and getting back Hamburg, Bremen, and Schalke. That's a that's a much bigger Bundesliga. And the boys uh, are back in town.
1: I don't subscribe <laughs> to that, but I think it would be pretty badass. To watch Herta go down and Freddie Bobich try to save his job somehow.
0: That's uh, the only that reason why That'll I be. said
1: that. That's the only reason why I said that is
2: because of Freddie Bobich.
0: <laughs> All right, so cool, uh, yeah, we're talking about everything for the weekend, and yeah, uh, we got this Bundesliga match of our own, a local rivalry, if some people call it that. Uh, some people call it the Rheinland Derby. Some people say it's not the Derby. The Hessen derby is Eintracht versus Offenbach, or the Sud Hessen derby with Darmstadt. Well, you know what, Darmstadt? This is um, right. You need to kind of get into that playoff spot and then beat either Hertha or Stuttgart to come up and play with the big boys. So until then, you're just Lily shining uh, down in the Zweite Liga. Anywho, um, I don't really have much to say about this Mike's match because we had the big fish to fry on Wednesday the 18th. So let's uh kind of roll the same thing that we did. I'm expecting the same thing to happen uh, against Bynes as we did against Gladbach, only it's going to look a little bit better. And we're going to have our starters that we plan to utilize for the Europa League uh, be coming off the bench to ensure that they have the match sharpness, but otherwise per... Try and protect them as much as possible by throwing out a reserve, mostly reserve uh, lineup. Um, that's what I'm expecting, and I'm thinking Eintracht's going to lose two to one.
2: I mean, I'm not expecting the same lineup because I definitely kind of want to see a lot of our starters start this game against Mainz. Not just because it's also the Rhein Main Derby, but just just to kind of you know get everybody's feet back to you know. Warm temperatures, you know, getting ready for Wednesday's game. You know, I don't want to have them too much time, like too much like downtime, unless we schedule like a random, you know, international these next couple, like, or um, uh, schedule a friendly these next couple of days, which I doubt we will. Um, I I totally can see us playing with the full on back line with Adika Tuta and um, Torre will have. I think we, I think Custage may start. Um, I'm think Jens Peter hauga is going to, to gonna start. Um, What is the status on Lundstrom's hamstring, by
1: the way? Do we know anything? He was not even on the bench uh, last week. I have a hard time believing he's there. He's probably training, but I doubt we'll see him. Yeah, I don't think we'll see him either. The last thing
0: I saw was that uh, labeled out currently for Mice Now. We're recording this on the Monday. Anything could happen in the meantime. Like, he could be labeled out. He could be, you know, put on the bench and, you know, just given a couple minutes run out. I mean, look, I mean, we, have, we had Lince who showed up, at a, you know what, uh, in the last match, which, you know what, if only uh, he had been fully healthy, maybe we would have had a little bit more threat out on the left. It would have been a little bit more fun to watch, but, yeah.
2: Well, Eric is uh, have- some- Eric his is. Come back to the bench over the weekend, too. I feel like his name totally See, his forgot name about him. It. Yeah, like I, I feel like I haven't seen him, whatever. Then all of a sudden, he's on the team sheet here. Um, his he contract I, isn't I, expiring. Yeah, I, I do, I do, I do expect us to go full, like full force within the defensive side of things. I do expect Kostic to start. Um, I don't think uh, maybe so we will start, too. But I don't think Roda is going to start. Jakic will probably play in there for him because I do think we're going to start with Roda against the Rangers. Um, I see Da Costa starting as well. I don't see Knauf, uh, I don't see Knauf starting. Um, and then in terms of the strikers, I definitely want to see Boray up there again, maybe alongside with Paciencia, maybe keeping that 3-5-2 um, kind of formation that we did with Borussia Gladbach. But I, I, I see us going like 70%, uh, You know, with our strength here.
1: What do you have First for a prediction?
2: Thoughts. Oh, I think we are gonna win this game one nothing. And that will be a
0: wonderful win because Mites unbel- had- wins at home. And uh, does anyone remember what they did in their last home match?
2: Yes, they knocked us out of the Champions League. Thank you for the nightmares.
0: No, I was talking about the last their last home match in general. That was against Bayern Munich, oh. and they no. pumped Bayern three one. It could have been like the five one thrashing that we did a couple years back to Bayern. They were oh. so at the beach. Wasn't Bayern
1: on vacation like twenty four hours prior to the match? Yes. Yeah they they didn't and get they a still shit.
0: looked at it. They still looked it a little bit this weekend. They looked a little bit more kind of focused. But hey, you know what? Kudos to Stuttgart sure getting the draw that uh, gave them hope. And uh, here's hoping Stuttgart stays up. Just a
1: So here's where I'm at with this one. Um, mines has been a thorn in our side as long as I can remember. We just don't play well against them. Home away doesn't matter. Um, but this, for me, I kind of hope Glossner treats it like a friendly, like a scheduled friendly in the off week because – we have a lot to work out on that defensive line without Hinty for the final. Um, it, I like Tuta in the middle, but he looks very rigid. He doesn't quite look comfortable yet. So I want them to work on the communication back there. Uh, like Matt said, I expect the defense to be full on um, uh, the way we plan to play in the final, both formationally and rotationally, because you know this is our last chance to see it in a game-like setting. You can't duplicate the game-day intensity in training, no matter how hard you try. So the defense has got to get squared away this weekend. Up front, um, give me some combinations, a lot of rotation. In the middle, keep guys healthy. Uh, if we got to send Kostich out there, uh, you know, wrap him in bubble wrap, double wrap. A guy like Rhoda, who's prone to break something you know, just by stepping foot out there, uh, bubble wrap all day. These guys are so worn out. They have played a ton of football the last eight weeks. And the last thing we can afford is a season injury, endri- ending injury, uh, before Wednesday on a very short recovery. So, um, I, I want to say we can pull out a draw. I don't think we will, but damn, um, I'll, I'll say a one, one draw. 1-1 one, one draw. Oh, and Kevin <laughs> Kevin Trapp, too. If Kevin Trapp could stay on the bench, I'd appreciate that. Let's just not try to, you know, I know he could steal a win for us, but a win is not as important as keeping his health right now. So 1-1 one, one draw. Um, if Kevin Trapp is not in the lineup, then I'll say we lose 2-1. There
0: you go. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this episode 223 of Hey, I'm Track favorite, like the thing. Uh, Both Matt and Chris are joining me. Uh, Matt, where can we find you on the social media landscape of the
2: world? You can find me on the Twitter side of things at wagma underscore. And on the Twitter side of things, you can find me at underscore Wagner 8.
0: There you go. Chris?
1: I'm on Peloton, Instagram, Twitter, Discord, all the socials at cnd313.
0: And how can we join Peloton in case we want to interact with you on Peloton since you know, one of those is a this.
1: subscription service. My mom just bought a Peloton two days ago, too. And she was I will say excited. this. We we are not a paid sponsor, um, but if you want a discount code, I have plenty available, and I can give you all the referral information. Uh, hit me up on one of the socials.
0: There we go. There we go. And you can find me on Twitter, at KCSGE, on Instagram, at KCSGE. And uh, Instagram for the podcast, Twitter for the podcast is at H-E-F-Pod on Twitter. Hey, I'm Derek Rifford on the gram. Facebook.com slash H-E-F-Pod for all the ways I track news and information across the uh, social media landscape. There's a lot of angry Englishmen and uh, uh, way too optimistic Scots out there uh, for me to just put on drivel. Uh, they thought that... The fans, all they wanted to do was go out there and fight the West Ham fans after the match. Yeah, that shows you how much you know about soccer or just soccer fans in general. Anyways, uh, ways you can also get in the podca- in touch with the podcast, Hey, heyintrackfavorite at gmail.com. Remember, give us a like and a review and uh, share us with your fellow Eintrack friends. And uh, if someone happens to be a beer connoisseur, just tell them. Hey, listen to hashtag, what are we drinking? These guys seem to at least enjoy what they're talking about. So that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. i like to thank everyone for you listening in. i like to thank the guys for joining me. And, uh, yeah, next podcast episode, we'll be reviewing Eintracht versus Mainz. We'll be reviewing the Frauen versus Bremen. And of course, the big preview versus Rangers in Seville. Here's something that uh, many of our listeners will have uh, tickets, at, whether they be for the in the stadium and they're playing tickets or train tickets, or they're just going out to uh, hang out in the city. Uh, in the meantime, stay safe, everybody, and uh, choose.
1: I can rock the jorts, trust me. I grew <laughs> up in the 90s. The boys are back in town. <laughs> Another funk, fuachal, la 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 la
2: la la hey, la, France, la la. la, la, la.